Nick about and sneak off to this island. I could bring my little ghetto blaster. There's more to life than this. What's your name? I don't even know who you are. I like don't even know who you are. I don't even know who I am. I'm so tired. I don't even know who you are anymore. Um, I've been busy as AF. We're in Jenna's trailer while I'll she's filming. I'll let Bodhi describe what he's observed my schedule to be. I'm having an amazing time I'm, filming. I'm, but, I'm um, afraid to bring The lifestyle? Up. Go. I'm afraid. I'm go. afraid of what I'm going to get if I talk about too much. So I'm just going to keep no, it No, just really go. Simple. Just say it. Well, I'm going to eat my maple Canadian oh, cookie. See this really shit? Good. This is awesome right here. But if you're only listening, you're missing out. You can't see my. It's really the only thing keeping the family together right now. Do you know what it says on here? What dare? (laughs) Dare to go to Canada and film a TV show. So we're shooting. Jenna's shooting. We. I'm not shooting anything. You're not shooting. Jenna is shooting her TV show. Imaginary. You are in the final season of Criminal Minds, though. You are shooting, just not in this. Yeah. Not this week. For those that don't know, I play Mr. Scratch on Criminal Minds, which there's some very big stuff happening this year. Um, so we're in Vancouver while Jenna's filming her TV show, Imaginary Mary, which will be out in the new year. You're going to look at the camera ever? Or you're just going to look down as if you're on radio? Well, I'm pontificating. Oh, okay. okay. Um, and, uh, her schedule is insane. Absolutely insane. But, but insane doesn't even cover it. It's sometimes out of the house by 4.30 a.m. and home bef- after the kids are asleep and then up again at 4.35 a.m., I mean, it's not like she's in a coal mine, but it's still, it's, it's not like, I mean, it, it, yeah. I mean, it's not like you're in Siberia and you're chopping down trees in the cold of winter for the government. But nonetheless, it is Canada. It's <laughs> and, sunny and warm in Vancouver at the moment. And her hours are pretty intense. No, it's just the hours and the, I'm not complaining. It's just like culture shock because it's like, uh, yeah. It's like, you know, I'm allowed to complain. Seven pages of dialogue a day, which doesn't sound like much, but it's a lot to film and learning lines and keeping this so, up and my eyes open. So the truth is, I don't really know what's going on with you, and I don't want to ask. I can't tell. I don't want to ask. Mm-hmm. I don't have any idea what's happening. You're mercurial, to say the least. I'm mercurial because I'm tired. Yeah. So it takes hardly anything to sort of set me off yeah. in like a slightly emotional direction. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting because when guys get tired or... But or, I want to tell you, yeah. you are contributing to it. But I don't think you have any idea. You just have no idea. <laughs> so the things like this morning, you're in bed, I'm downstairs making coffee, and you're like, I need to chat. Like, I can't even wake up and have a fucking coffee. He's, like, texting. I need to chat. I'm like, okay, well, are you up? Are you going to come down? Do you want to come? Do you want me to come up? I texted you back. You didn't respond. So then I went up, and you're like, can you take Colleen's car to work today instead? I'm like, yeah. Like, you could have texted that to me. You didn't have to make me come up the stairs. This is interesting stuff occurring here, folks, because, see, I'm just dealing with a like, really... You need to chat. Like, I'm just thing. dealing like, with a really tired wife. Like, there's no response. There's. I'm not going to even try to respond. Like, I contributed. I was just making sure that you knew I needed your car to pick up Mo at the airport and load up the camera gear in. That's it. But it's... Yeah, I get what you're saying. But I get what you're saying. Mr. Innocent. 
So, yeah, I'm sure there's things that I'm doing that's really contributing to to it. <laughs> yes, I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. <laughs> Come here, cookie mouth. Come here. So, when I notice, there is a thing, when when I get tired, I get angry. When you get tired, you get emotional and mercurial. Like, it, like you'll get, for instance... I'm just putting a cookie in my mouth. Yeah, like, for instance, everything is fine, and then I'll ask someone on set for a breakfast burrito and you feel like that's the worst thing in the world that I've ever done. Because they were closed for breakfast. They didn't even... I was walking by, I was like, oh, is there oatmeal? They were cleaning up the last bit of breakfast and I thought I smelled some oatmeal. I already had my breakfast, but I thought I smelled some oatmeal. I said, oh, do you have oatmeal in there? And he's like, no, I just poured it all out. And I was like, okay, just milk it. I thought if you had some in there, I'd take it before you threw it out. I was like, no. And that was like an hour before you arrived. Mm-hmm. And he shows up and fucking gets caterers to make breakfast burritos for him. I'm the star of the show. I don't ask him for shit. Now, let me, let's talk. I don't... Actually, it was round two of breakfast burritos. He had them make round two. The first round got sent to my kids uh, as a mistake, which was fine. But then he comes back, realizes that the two burritos that were made for the kids after catering was closed were for the kids, then had them make two more for him. So, so here's the thing. I, I don't. I'm again. I'm slightly afraid to talk about anything. The whole trailer is shaking. The trailer's shaking. It's amazing. Because if Stephen leaves his trailer, then the whole thing rocks. And when I come in my trailer, I rock his. Just, All right. So the trailers are rocking. The actors are entering and exiting. Now I have a thing that I feel that annoys you to no end. Yes, it's your blind spot on tact and I, social interaction. I don't you agree don't with you. Have it. I don't agree with you. No, you have none. I don't agree with you. You only have what Bodie Elfman wants, Bodie Elfman gets. I don't agree with you. Okay. But I feel like with being so mercurial, I should just agree with you because you're you're way underslept. No, because I'd actually love to hear your justification of your actions. Okay. I'd love to hear your rationale. Let's explain what this is just so everyone understands. I have an ability, it's an ability, to go into any area, get into communication with people, and get agreement and cooperation with people to do things or to have things happen. I've had it, spot, I've had it my, happen my whole life. No, but what you don't spot is the like eye roll as they turn away from you. Yeah. They're like, sure. I don't believe, I don't, in, in my heart of deepest hearts, I think that this is something on your end and not on my end. I think this is like a, a very old school mentality of don't ask anyone for anything. Just come to work, go to your cubicle or your factory spot and just do your work and check out at the end of the day. Because I, I think that's your mentality and that I'm not doing anything that creates... As long as I've lived, I've gotten cooperation from people to do things. And I think that they like to contribute when I get in communication with them. You get... You hate it and it makes you nuts. Yet... Every example and every time you've said that it's happened, for instance, okay, so here's an example. We've had, we had uh, a housekeeper for many years when we were living in Los Angeles for 18 years with us. She was a part of our family. And I would get her to go outside of the world of housekeeping and, like, cook me food, and she loved it. Now, Jenna would – and I would – She likes it because she doesn't want to get fired. Oh, my God. Like, there would be no chance she'd ever be fired. But anyway, the point is, is that I got – she would – make me tea when I was working at my desk or bring, make me breakfast and bring me food. And, and her and I had a very special relationship. 
not Arnold Schwarzenegger relationship. I, we, she didn't have any of my kids, but, but here's what I'm saying. Is, and you were like, I think that you ask her for too much or she doesn't, you're, you're, and I was like, you don't understand. And it got, and then so one day I, I was like, Rosemary, Jenna thinks that I. She's not going to tell you the truth to your face. No, she, there's things that other people have asked for or the things that she doesn't like that she brings. She says, oh, Mr. Bodie, and she'll tell me that something she doesn't like. And she was, she and I were very, we, I would make her laugh all the time. I rose her spirits. I helped her with her personal areas of life when she would talk to me about areas of her family and things like that. We were very close after 18 years. She had several of my kids at a wedlock. <laughs> she didn't. This is a, this is, if you knew Rosemary, you understand that I'm having, I'm being playful. So, and that was here an example of like a time when I'm doing, the, I do this thing that you say I don't like, that you don't like. And I think it's fine. And I never ask people for things that they don't want to do. If I sense a, a ridge or a stop or like that they don't like something, I stop and I'm, I go elsewhere. I don't do that. I don't make people get engaged in things or help me out with things that they don't want to do or that is off-putting or inconvenient for them. Well, that, that was great. That landed well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you okay. and I are just totally from different schools. Yeah, you get mad at me that I ask people, even though they're, they are enjoying contributing to it. I'm honestly, I'm keeping it just simple right now. I'm just trying to keep it simple. But here's the thing. Yeah, what's the thing? I like want Moo to come in here. No. And give his two cents. Because every time you say that, he's like laughing behind the camera because he... he... Moo's not a fair example. And I'll tell you why. Moo, our camera guy who helps produce the show, is not a fair example. And here's why. He's asked to do way too much. <laughs> and he's way in the off-putting stage. But that's <laughs> partly for you as well. So he's the worst example to give because of the worst quality of asking someone for too many favors. He's in the highest category of that. Meaning you've asked him for too much. Because of the podcast. Right. Because because he's done about $100,000 worth of work. I know, and I haven't given him a single blowjob yet, so we're like super in the red. <laughs> right. So so he's not fair to ask it to because he's the version of asking for favors inconveniently that you shouldn't do. No. But that's for you. But I just want to know, like, Moo, have you... But not asking Moo, but have you observed Bodhi do it to others? Be honest, Moo. Not for you. you have not observed... for you in the podcast, but it, you in life and with other people, how I get agreement from other people. Be honest. All the time what? All the time what Janet said. All the time you think that they're getting annoyed with me. Well, yeah, you don't see the eye roll. Exactly. I don't believe him. I don't believe him. You really don't. No, No, you have. This is, I'm telling you, you have a blind spot of perception where you perceive what you want to perceive to get them to do the task for you, and you completely do not perceive the their universe of it at all. And so then we're left observing the eye roll of it all and then having like social carnage splattered paint splatter on our face. I'm telling you, you don't see it. I'm not being an asshole. I'm telling you, you don't see it. You don't see the social. It feels like you're breaking social rules. I'm telling you, it's a blind spot. <laughs> Moose doubled over. We should do a little experiment. Like, do an experiment where, like, you get them to do the thing, you ask them, and they're like, sure, and then don't turn away. Or, like, pretend like you're turning away and then, like, check back. And then you'll see the, like, moment of it all. I, 
in my heart of hearts, <laughs> is doubled over. in my heart of hearts, don't agree with you about this. Okay. I really don't. Okay. I think like you're undoing the fabric. Like you're trying to undo the fabric of what, of how I get things done in life. And I just won't have it. I just won't have it. Um, cool. I think that there's, here's what it is. I think when you're like, you know, at a concert, you're trying to get a good parking spot or trying to get your way into something where it's like, doesn't fucking matter. Like the socialness of it. It's, you're really good at getting things done. But when it has to do with any kind of like a certain, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a social tact with regard to there's just agreements on how things are done and the politics of a politics, the politics of graciousness within certain groups. You just are like, I don't care. Like you refuse to perceive or acknowledge that there's just certain agreements. And so there's a certain way to navigate certain circumstances or situations or groups and that not all groups and tact manners and graciousness rules and politics are the same. Each group kind of has its own organism of DNA. And I feel like you're applying the same like antibiotic to different viruses. So it doesn't always work you in know, terms of like, yeah, I think I'm pretty good at taking responsibility for things mm-hmm. and like, yeah, but you have to perceive something before you can be responsible for it. And I, I don't think you perceive, I can perceive that such a thing could exist. Okay. That's a baby step. I feel my with my own integrity <laughs> that this is not true. That I actually gain cooperation and agreement from people that betters them, that they come away happier, that they've helped me out with something and have pulled off something, that we've pulled off a breakfast burrito together, as, that, as the example may be. Like, I feel like everyone was better off. Everyone was more cheerful. Everyone was happier. And breakfast burritos were had by all. As as this just you know one micro as as a vignette as that vignette vignette works god damn it vignette fucking works okay the the word vignette works it works okay a small example that represents I'm a larger for. theme it's not the word vignette that I'm looking for some agreement on <laughs> like to me if you were like oh I see what you're saying like. Like when they've like closed out breakfast and they have a job to do and they have to start like getting stuff ready for lunch and then I'm like there and I don't work here and I'm like asking for breakfast burritos and then another round of breakfast burritos. Um, Yeah, maybe it's kind of like not their purpose to serve me because they're trying to serve the crew and prepare stuff like I could see that. But like, I feel like you're a million miles from that reality. Well, let's let me let me just on the breakfast burrito example. Let me just say. This podcast is called Breakfast Burrito, by the way. Is it? Is it called Breakfast Burrito? Okay, good. On the Breakfast Burrito, which is a vignette. Breakfast Burrito is a vignette. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Breakfast Burrito is a vignette. Now, on the vignette of Breakfast Burrito, when I first asked for them, they were in the middle of making breakfast. So it was appropriate. They had closed out breakfast. No, no. No, I asked specifically, I said, is there food here to the gentleman Merritt? The gentleman Merritt is his name. And I asked... Is there food? He says, oh, yeah, they got everything over there. I said, like, what? He's like, breakfast burritos? I was like, yeah, would you grab two of those for me? I have to go run to the airport. So I got back from the airport, and what happens is those accidentally got given to our kids. Mm-hmm. So they found out that they that I was like, where's the breakfast burritos? And they're like, oh, we gave them to so-and-so 
Which, which you had the AD on. You had the AD go looking for the breakfast burritos. Could, because he had made the... He made, doesn't have like anything else to do like with his actual job no, here. No, because no, he had made the breakfast burritos for me. This is a vignette. The AD did not make your breakfast Merit burritos. did. Right. But you were sending the AD going to find your breakfast burritos. No, no, I didn't AD send AD means it. assistant director. I didn't send the AD to find my yeah, breakfast burritos. you're asking Mark, where's I, the breakfast burritos? And I, Mark came back no, and no, gave a report. Mer- Merritt told me to go ask Mark, Mark, that they were put in the trailer. Yeah, I think they're ready for me. I think me. they're ready for you. <laughs> I, anyway, this I said, is my lunch break. By the way, I said I didn't have the bre- fourteen. I hour never work got days. the breakfast burritos. I said I didn't get the breakfast burritos, and they offered. They said, "Well, let me go make you something. I'll figure it out." Okay, that's what happened. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh, okay, okay, that's what happened." <laughs> so breakfast we have to burritos. end the podcast right now because they're really ready for you, aren't they? Yeah, breakfast fucking burrito. Breakfast burrito. Okay, well they're ready for you, then, Mrs. Elfman. Okay, I'm gonna go get my hair and makeup touched up then, and change my clothes for the next scene. <laughs> it's un- fucking believable. Okay. Bye. Bye. Canada. Love you.